Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. Right, and we are back again for another adventure in End of the World, Revolt of the Machines. And joining me once again, uh, returning to this game, uh, let's go around and just meet everybody again. Uh, we will start with Diana. Diana, welcome back. Thank you. I'm Diana Lorraine, and you can find me on Twitter at Modcaster, M-A-U-D-C-A-S-T-E-R. All right, next up we got Alex. Alex, welcome back again. Oh, thanks again for having me, Alex Tully uh, at Alex Tully Lives on Twitter. And rounding us out, we have Morgan. Morgan, welcome back. Hey, I'm Morgan Nuncio. You can find me on Twitter at Serena Besos. That's S I R E N A B E S O S. Okay, so last we left this game, um, some choices were made. Um, uh, mostly, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it like it is. Mostly by Alex to let me be dragged <laughs> off. <laughs> to let me be dragged off by the cyborgs mm-hmm. and taken away. Uh, but I feel like Alex, you realized an unwinnable situation that would only leave the rest of you dead. Absolutely, and frankly, unlike in real life, I had known you for about a, an hour. <laughs> I, I mean. It's with with love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Self preservation. I mean, you know, that's what got us. Like. When the when the planes crash, you put on your own mask before you put on <laughs> anyone else's, right? So, but no, in the situation, it was the best move to make, and one I intended to happen. So, because I didn't want to play myself, like I don't know what you <laughs> all do, but you all. Couldn't help me, so I was taken, and we left there. And in the game, four months have now passed. We are four months down the road from the events there in Owensboro, Kentucky, and, and events that took place all over the world, really, in that same day of cyborgs breaking in, taking people, eliminating people, all kinds of stuff. So let me tell you a little bit about what's happened since we left off. So a week after that day, uh, the, the, the day of the, well, the first incident with the cyborgs, a week later, everyone across the world was aware of what was happening. Governments had come out and assured their people that the situation was under control and these cyborgs would be dealt with swiftly. After 10 days, the CEO of Cybertech Solutions finally held a press conference to address what had happened, uh, the company that was behind building the cyborgs and all that, held a press conference to address what had happened and steps they were taking to put the, to put a stop to the cyborgs. They had been working up plans to override codes and stuff like that, and they assured everyone that was going to work. The problem was it was all lies, and they knew it was all lies as they were telling it. They had tried everything they knew possible to stop the cyborgs as a whole, and it had all failed. So uh, they kept working, and the following day, the CEO of Cybertech Solutions was abducted from their home in Seattle by the cyborgs. Two weeks after the incident, the first incident with the cyborgs, 
Special Operation Forces performed a number of assaults on various cyber tech facilities and were easily re repulsed by cyborg forces. Uh, news reports started coming out that cyber tech employees who escaped the facilities had said the cyborgs had drastically improved the enhancement process that that had begun with cyber tech solutions. They had, the cyborgs had broken in and drastically improved it. They were doing enhancements quicker and far better than, than what it started out with. 20 days after the first incident, the DOD held a press conference to reveal details of the days leading up to the initial incident and what steps have been taken to, since to try to stop the cyborgs. Uh, and during all this time, the cyborgs are still out there taking people, eliminating people. Like, this is all still happening. It's just governments and everything are still trying to stay on top of it, trying to get ahead of it and put a stop to it. But at 35 days after the initial incident, it is revealed that the British Prime Minister Prime Minister is actually a cyborg and has been for a while. Uh, 37 days after the initial incident, the United Nations Security Council convened an emergency meeting to address the cyborg attacks. Uh, in the same day, the cyborgs infiltrated the building and massacred all the gathered representatives. At 60 days, cyborgs fought past Secret Service agents and assassinated the Vice President of the United States. At 90 days, much of the world went into lockdown mode. In the majority of their cities and towns and travel was restricted, nobody could go anywhere. As whole countries just locked down, people stayed in their homes off the streets just for fear of being taken by a cyborg. Uh, military uh, mobilized to and started building task force to try to deal with this problem as it was quickly getting out of hand. And at 100 days, the, the word began to spread uh, that many hospitals around the world were being taken over by cyborgs and were being converted into enhancement facilities. And that's kind of the last big news. So uh, here at about 120 days after the initial incident that you all saw in Owensboro is where we're picking up. You all have since left Owensboro because there's no reason for you all to stay there at all and set out. We're going to catch up with you all and see what y'all been doing over the past four months. But currently you have taken up a residence inside an REI in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, the city, like most others, is on full lockdown. Anyone caught outside will be taken into immediate military custody. Uh, and um, every night uh, you see military patrolling streets and oftentimes you hear them engaged in combat with groups of cyborgs. So let's talk about y'all and see what y'all have been doing. I think it makes sense that after we were in Kentucky, uh, since none of us are anywhere near our own home areas, and because we were uh, set up to try and survive together, that uh, it makes sense that we would have, I'm going to say, I'm, if the group doesn't mind me making the narrative decision, as it, I think it makes geographic sense, I probably said, let's get to my car and start heading t back towards Massachusetts. Um, it probably didn't take long before we realized that was not going to be an option once mm -hmm. we started getting going. And that's probably how we ended up uh, stuck, probably living out of my car for a bit uh, until we had to come up with another solution. And then I think a shopping mall makes sense. A shopping center makes sense. If we have to be long locked indoors somewhere and we don't have our own house to get into, especially if there's a state-by-state -state lockdown, then the shopping center would have been a logical place to at least try and hide ourselves. We can camouflage our car among the parking lot. There's um, 
according to the shopping mall directory here that I'm looking at online for the Rockwood, Rockwood Commons, Commons Pavilion. Pavilion. Yeah, we have uh, tons of places to get food. Um, there would be lots of places to uh, hang out, uh, gear up, and chill. So I think that would make most sense for us. So where, Morgan, where are some of the places you think y'all may have, I mean, because this is four months. I mean, you all traveled quite a bit. Where do you think maybe y'all went around Owensboro or Kentucky or, you know, anywhere within the four months? I I think we might have stopped as well. Um, I'm looking at a map right now from Owensboro to Cincinnati to see what's in between. Um, I think we may have stopped probably in Hosier National Park or National Forest. Is it Hoser? Who, who, Hoosier. Hoosier. Hoosier? Yeah. Thank you. Hoosier National uh, Forest, um, maybe for like a week or so to like at least stay out of the major cities for a little bit. And then I think we probably kept going. What's this next big city over here? Jefferson Town? No, Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Oh, Louisville. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, yeah, getting into like the forest and stuff, uh, which I mean, is definitely was a smart move because i mean not a lot of people and i think as you know as y'all went around bigger cities i mean just the the panic got just increasingly worse each day you know as cyborg forces were growing you know where it started there were like maybe five that you saw total as time went on five became 10 became 20 you know kept growing in numbers so you would see just whole groups of cyborgs just going through towns and it wasn't uncommon to see, you know, a cyborg approach people and ask them where their loyalty lied. And if they said, people, someone said, you know, with, with you, the cyborgs would, you know, leave them alone for, or sometimes they would take them. Sometimes they would leave them alone. It, I mean, it's, it, nobody has been able to figure out the kind of picking and choosing process, but everybody knows that if you resisted, I mean, you were just cut down. So these are things that you all probably saw happen a lot. So, I mean, the woods is definitely a great option for, for, you know, keeping your head low, but what do you think drove you out of the woods eventually? Um, honestly, park rangers, I think we've got, they were starting to do a sweep, make sure there's no, no one in here, no infiltrations of like secret cyborg agencies and stuff because they might have like started up something in the middle of the woods and so i think they did a sweep they found us and they just kicked us out yeah yeah that makes sense so diana what do you think that as y'all moved like how did y'all provide for yourselves because i mean alex had his his to-go bag but you know that just had maybe six or seven you know protein bars or whatever and how do you think y'all provided for yourselves me i think we had a i'm gonna say we had a decent amount of cash to a degree for a while but then we started getting a little crafty and we'd barter when bartering would work with people and then other times you know you just take what you can take what you need only what you need i i feel like and during this part like there's a song called five finger discount by leftover crack <laughs> That I that I'm like just hearing play in my head like the do 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's also can we say how unrealistic it is to need lots of money in a con, right? That's like you never need cash at a con. So no, so like <laughs> we were okay for a while, and like we were okay for a while, and then like you know when we'd see like a convenience store that was still operating, like we'd load up, 
and like keep going and there's only so many things i can eat a convenience store hot dog though totally um but you know like if they had loaves of bread we'd grab loaves of bread we'd grab protein bars we'd do we'd we'd try to make smart choices but you know then you know some days it's just stealing all the candy bars we can well yeah i think i think dan's right too especially as the um as the lockdown started beginning and panic started going by, I don't know so much if it was as much st- as it was stealing as looting, like um, yeah. places that are emptied and abandoned that we're just taking from. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, life continued on as normal for a while, you know, 30, yeah. 30 to 45 days at least. And then I think it just depended on what city you were around and what was mm-hmm. happening there. I mean, you probably had some cities that went on as normal and some cities probably collapsed a little earlier, you know, sure. based on, how well the government, their local governments handled things and disseminated information. So. Sure. And then, I've, and the, yeah, like, and so like we tried to barter with people if we could and like, you know, we tried to still be like good people, but yeah, sometimes it doesn't work out too great. Yeah. Yeah. So what are, what were some near misses you all had? Like, like maybe you got into more scrapes with, with cyborgs or even like, um, you know, the military or local police. Uh, what, are, what are some near misses or, you know, some trouble y'all got into? Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we definitely uh, got into some skirmishes there. Um, some other people, some other, like, more rough and tumble looters who maybe weren't being so uh, conscientious of other humans. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that if there was a mistake we made, and if this doesn't work with the lawyer trying to do here, Kent, feel free to edit me out and tell me no, we're not doing that. But I think <laughs> that um, we started trying to, when we were doing bartering, we started trying to use what a lot of people right now are using during this. Uh, we're still in the quarantine in real life um but there's a lot of apps people are using to barter with each other like if you have i have dog food do you have toilet paper that kind of stuff i think we may have attempted stuff like that and pretty quickly because we were using a lot of technology started seeing increased presences in our areas Mm. as we use them for people who are starting to uh maybe they start to look into our telecommunication and and we became targets exactly start trying to target us that way so we figured out to stop using our phones. I think I think I think that I may have just written out cell phones from us as a possibility for the next bit of the campaign. <laughs> well, well, uh, is for, it even is cell phone service even working anymore? That's 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 a question at this point. Um, I would think I would think at four months. I mean, because probably probably part of the cyborg's mo is isolation. You know, isolate people, mm-hmm. but and. So probably, yeah, cell phone network has probably collapsed, you know, okay. or is very near it uh, and banking and all that stuff's probably either collapsed or okay. very near it as well. So, okay. so how much did you all um, like try to find out about the cyborgs? Like it was never clear how they were tracking like me, like even after my phone was gotten rid of, it still seemed like they were, the cyborgs were able to track down my location. I mean, have y'all have y'all just steered clear of them, or have you tried to do some recon and figure out motive or anything like that? Um, I would think that 
we're really trying to be a little more evasive. Um, I was going to say, I think that uh, when we had internet um, and social media, I don't know if that's still even a thing that we can access anymore. With uh, I know that you said telecoms are down, but I don't know if the internet is completely down. I think that we would have been probably checking like Twitter, Reddit, anything like that for any word of anyone coming up with anything. But I don't think that I would even know where to start to start mm -hmm. making an active. I think that the only way we're going to figure anything out is observe and report really mm -hmm. to, and I don't know if we've been doing that. I think we've been more running than anything. Yeah. We're more, we're more of the evasive group as opposed to recon. Also real quick, what was the mall called again? It's Rookwood Commons and Pavilion. Rickwood? Rookwood. Yeah, I said Rockwood the first time. It's Rook, R-O-O-K, Rookwood. Oh, there there's go. a lot of good stuff here. <laughs> I know. This is a decent mall. Uh, there's a tea shop. I'm really excited about that. There's a Sur La Table. <laughs> What's a Sur La Table? It's like a super fancy Williams-Sonoma, and that's saying something, because yeah, Williams-Sonoma is... Like really nice cookware. Okay, yeah. I was like, what's Williams? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Land's End is coming soon. <laughs> Not anymore. We need our duck shoes. <laughs> and Bed Bath and Beyond. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's about, I know Shoot I looked it up, carnival. it's about six miles from the football, you know, the, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals stadium. football stadium. So it's, it's, I mean, it's on the outer, it's not in the main hub of Cincinnati. What is JB? Oh, Joseph, oh, Joseph Beth Books. Well, Joseph there's Joseph Bank. A. Bank and there's Joseph Beth Booksellers. <gasps> it's a it's... bookstore. <gasps> well, yeah, I'll be okay. <laughs> Joseph Beth J B JB is a bookstore. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yep. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can stay at REI. Diana's going to the bookstore. <laughs> I actually would love, it'd be kind of fun if we each had our own like store that we've like turned into our own little, like you <laughs> yeah. made of books. <laughs> that's, our, that's our hub. That's our hub where we hang out. Like I take a tent from RAI and set it up in the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, one thing in, in your like internet sleuthing and whatnot, uh, one thing you do learn about the cyborgs is no one knows exactly how they're tracking people, but they know once they make contact with their target, they do not lose them. Like they okay. may lose them for a little bit, but eventually they find them. So there's been lots of theories that they're placing trackers on someone or they're, they're tapping into like satellite data to, mm. to, to find people. But everybody agrees that once they make contact with their target, they don't lose them. All right. So another question is, and I, I think I can leave this one up to you all a little bit is have any of y'all become a target in the time being? No. I don't think so. Because we've been so... I think as soon as we see a cyborg, we're like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we nope out real fast. I think we've been more the target of uh, looters and mm -hmm. marauders than we have been of anything else. Yeah. Cyborg. Yep. That's fair. That works. Okay, so how, okay, how long do you think you've been at the REI as we pick up today? Maybe like a couple well, days, maybe? Yeah, when was the lockdown, did you say? Uh, the okay. lockdown happened around 90 days after the first incident. And we're at 100? Is that where we're starting? Uh, we're, at a, we're at 120. 120? Okay. okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say, then you want to say, what did you say, uh, 10 days? Okay. 
Well, no, what did you say? I don't remember what you said. I said a couple days. A couple? We can do a couple days. That's fine. Yeah, like we haven't gotten fully established here yet. So like we like we literally like just broke in a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like we figured out we're the only people here. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to make ourselves comfortable. So Morgan, what what state do you think you found this this store and like what like was it had it been picked over pretty good or has this one been missed somehow or I think given what it is, I think it has had some looting already, but it hasn't been like picked bone clean. Yeah, I think there's probably signs of like someone definitely was in there, but you can definitely see where there's there was a struggle of some sort. So maybe whoever got there first, um, maybe Cyborg showed up maybe one of them was targeted and you know they got interrupted in the middle of their looting and then no one's just made their way back to it yet but definitely someone hit it up one or two times before but then was shut down by someone you know on their last visit um i for for those at home because we figured this out last time that not everyone knows what an rei is (laughs) uh rei is a recreational equipment uh store so, and I, I will absolutely take full credit or blame or whatever for directing us in this direction because I really wanted to have, like my, Kent told us in the beginning that we could use whatever bag we had with us as our, uh, as our go bag for the campaign. Mm-hmm. And that's, and originally we had done that we were going to be at a con, but the last con I went to, I had also been camping. So I have, and you will if, eventually, I'm sure you'll see the pictures if we tag them to this post when it comes out uh i had my big old rei 48 liter bag with tent and everything in it so i want to make sure i could have that in this campaign so rei it is so uh i think that i would have gone through and started picking through what i think would fit for me and for the others in terms of things like tent size sleeping bags mm-hmm. um going through one thing rei does really well which is i mean it's a good plug for them (laughs) is uh, they actually have a great return policy um within one year if there's any damage to anything of any kind uh you do the the guy told me like from the very beginning when i bought my bag he's like if it uh it tears if it uh you you lose a a zipper or you just don't even like the color as long as it's with one year you can come in and exchange it no questions asked so they tend to have a lot of returns downstairs in the basement which they bring out like three or four times a year for what they call rei yard sales where members can then pick through the stuff that's been returned and often it might even be something like i've actually got a great shirt there it's in my size that had a coffee stain on it and that was the reason they turned it in was because someone spilled coffee on their shirt and wanted oh, wow. to clean instead of doing it so like there's even though the place has been picked over there's probably a good supply of stuff that just needs minor repairs or like just random stuff in the back that people didn't think about or mm. like i'm Tons thinking shoes probably shoes clothing. like there's the eight person tent that somebody didn't need <laughs> the big birth of six person so, or whatever is that <laughs> oh, no, the one I, we're sharing I, I say we share that tent and then like absolutely in yeah. the, in the place because because I, I t- I'm totally on the REI website. I was like, what's the biggest tent they sell on their website? It's an eight-person tent. Um, yeah, nobody's going to loot the eight-person tent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody's take- carry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But that would be in the store. So we mm-hmm. would set that up so we can sleep in that in the store. Why not? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Diana, do you think, do you think y'all, uh, it's only been a couple days, but do you think you've made contact with anybody in the area? Like, I mean, this, this, this shopping center has 
I'm going to say 20 stores within, mm-hmm. you know, a little, you know, small area. Do you think y'all have met up with anybody who is, who's maybe taken up residence in one of those shops or you think nobody's come around? What do you think? Um, I think we've noticed that there is maybe a similar size group of people living in the Whole Foods that's like just down the way. Do you think we trade with them? Yes. I think they are the, they are people that are playing nice. Like they're similar to us. That's what I've decided. <laughs> well, no, I like that. And one thing I like about it too um, is there's, there's a, there is a danger to it though, because if you sure. look at the map, it's across a large open parking lot to yes. get between the two. So we are exposing our, anyone who goes to transport anything is exposing themselves. Now, granted, if none of us are targets, it's not that big a deal, but just on the off chance, you never know who's watching or what's happening out there. Like, and that's the other place in the here that is like a go-to first place to stop. Mm-hmm. So, and we also picked the two places that are likely if we're going to get attacked by people who are looking for food or shelter, they're going to go to those places. Um, they also got a home goods. So, like, they do. That's true. They have home goods. There's a PF Chang's. There's a there's a Longhorn Steakhouse. There's plenty of places to get food. Well, and shelter. that's why our backup place, our in case of an emergency, needs to be going to the bookstore. It does look like a big bookstore too. I know. That's where we, that's like in case of an emergency, that's where we go. That's our um, bug out location is the bookstore. I think, I think after like our first night or two there too. Um has anyone ever seen the the remake in two thousand and like four of um Dawn of the Dead? Yep. They were in the shopping mall. Yep. Yes, that one's playing, so they good. Play, like, they play it's, it's actually a really good remake. It is like pretty good. Yeah, uh, when they're playing Richard Jesus, Get Down with the Sickness, it's just a montage of people just like trying on all the clothes sure. in the store. And like, I think that's, that's what we're absolutely doing. Like we've gone through and like we've set up in the middle of the mall, we've set up like table tennis and we're just playing that. And there's, yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're um, what is, oh fuck, what's that game? Cornhole. We're playing oh, cornhole. cornhole. Absolutely, like, absolutely. Really far away between the Whole Foods and the REI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. I was gonna say like we're on different floors of the mall, like dropping, <laughs> trying to hit them in from there. But that works too. I like like chucking them across the whole parking lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, one hundred percent between now and next time, we're gonna name this other group. So oh, absolutely. Oh, we, so we should. It's more when mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. when when someone oh. gets <laughs> gets captured, murdered. Uh, so let's just, let's talk a little bit each of you about kind of what your day looks like whenever you're not with each other. Like, what do you do to find your own peace within a day in this area, you know, the, the outside of hiding from the military and cyborgs? I think that I've probably, knowing myself, I need routine. So I probably would kind of what I'm doing here in the quarantine. I'll start with exercise. Um, there is a cycling gym in here i saw it a second ago called cycle bar um i'm probably in there using a stationary bike with whatever preloaded stuff is still on there assuming we still have i assume we still have electricity um though we're probably very conscious about making it only be on during normal mall hours so that cyberworks think it's on a timer and not going to be knocking down our door because the lights Mm -hmm. are on um I would probably start there. I would follow up with um, going back to REI and just double checking our stock of everything, seeing what we need, figuring out what we might need to barter next from the other group. Mm -hmm. Uh, And probably be, if it's, if it's the internet is still there, I'd probably be YouTubing 
um, how to do the some of the basic repair stuff that I don't know how to do yet. Like I can do basic tent repair, but there's some more complex things that I'd like to learn. Figuring we're gonna be here for a while, but probably not here forever. And I'd like to have the skills when I leave here to be able to fix whatever we take. Yeah, no, that sounds good. And I, th- and I think with it, I mean, I think everybody knows just from you know the last few months or the last probably week or so that your bigger threat right now is you know, the military finding you and taking you to, you know, some sort of quarantine area and putting you there. So that's, you know, the cyborgs, I mean, you kind of have to be targeted so you can pass the cyborg and they haven't targeted you yet and they may pay you no mind. So I think, I think the bigger issue for a lot of people now is I don't want to go live with, you know, in quarantine at a military base. So it's avoiding that. The one thing I take back from that is uh, going on YouTube thing because I know we just talked about not wanting to ping our locations on any mm-hmm. sort of devices. Um, let's say that I had been reading bo- repair books in REI because they do have like, usually a library section there. Like how to. Yeah, I'd probably be doing, so I'd be doing that instead. Doing the old-fashioned way instead of watching YouTube <laughs> teach me how to do stuff. All right, next, whoever's. Um, I would say that I too really like routine um, but I'm really excited. There's an Ulta in this shopping center and I've previously said that Diana does not like to be dirty. So I have gone to get a little bit of some like normal person shampoo and soap so I can like feel a little bit more like myself. Yeah. And then, um, also, uh, I would be knitting or reading when I'm not, um, trying to like help Alex fix something and just trying to be useful. Like I would, uh, so I would, yeah, I would be knitting or I'd be trying to read. So I would definitely go and grab any books that would seem interesting, just escapism books, not just learning books, but escapism books from the bookstore. Yeah. I would say I've probably been stealing any type of novel, whatever it may be from any uh, convenience store we see, just so I have <laughs> something else to read. That's uh, fair. Yeah. And then, oh, what else was I going to say? Yeah, and knitting. All, all you need to knit is like two pencils and some string, and you're good. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. All right, Morgan, what's a, what's a Morgan day look like? Um, I'm going to also try to keep a schedule as well just to keep myself sane. But I will also rate either Ulta and or Bath and Body Works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't even see the bath and body works cool. oh yeah it's like right across the parking lot from cool the- yeah i've also rated church chills fine teas <laughs> nice <laughs> nice um so i would probably because i do want to stay somewhat active just in general kind of like how i'm doing right now i'm just trying to stay active so i probably run within the store mm. like do laps mm. <laughs> in the store um shower make breakfast of some sort have tea um learn how to knit because mm-hmm. i'm not good <laughs> so sure. so teach me please sure um also just uh up in my fighting skills a bit like it's like try to like try to i don't think there's punching bags in rei i've never been into an rei so no like, there but you can we could make one we out totally of, like, make one we could absolutely yeah. make a couple out of like heavy sure. like, leader bags stuff them with like sleeping bags and uh jack winter jackets park and, is and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah 
Or it's just a, a yeah, heavy duty sleeping bag. We could just hang mm-hmm. that from something. Yeah, so I'll just start um boxing. Trying, boxing at least and um trying to stay active, but um uh I don't really have much fixing skills, so I learn how to do some fixing skills. Actually, no, I'll be working more my first aid. Because cool. I do have I do awesome. I do have some first aid skills, so I'll be starting to like scroll away for eight kit supplies i'll be like you know getting supplies Perhaps. from that and um at least keeping you know my cpr attacked making sure that i all my stuff's not expired yet because it's only been four months but at least like keeping an eye of what was yeah like inventory yeah inventory can i throw out two more things on there uh one there's a carhartt which would be really good for heavy duty clothing for if we do have to leave like we'd want to go there for like get me a jacket yeah exactly i was gonna okay. say get jacket vests hats anything like that heavy duty jeans bags mm-hmm. um and then there's at least two candy shops in here i'm seeing fawn candy and i'm seeing maverick chocolate and company and i'm gonna say that i'm going to indulge my sweet tooth a little that. uh whoever has the most gummy based candy that's where i'm going yeah I'm uh, a gummy candy person shop. as opposed to chocolate. But mm. but hear me out, chocolate covered gummy bears. Eh, no, Ooh. thank you. They're really good. <laughs> I've had them and they're fine, but that's just not my thing. The, there's a big carnival that or fair that comes to Massachusetts every year called the Big E, and my favorite thing there is they have lots and lots of different kinds of chocolate covered bacon. Oh, oh sh- hell yeah! Yeah. Hey, yes. Yes, I'm here for this. That needs to come to BarbieCon. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate covered bacon. Yeah. All right. That just, that's perfect for BarbieCon. Mm-hmm. Right. We probably grabbed some before we left. <laughs> uh, we will figure out how to make that um, in REI on a little camp stove. We will melt some chocolate <laughs> and whatever bacon bits we find we get from whole foods oh we, yeah well, uh, we make we are gonna make some yeah oh. we, uh, that's actually probably what we we barter with them we say like if you give us um send us over some bacon and that from the butcher and then we'll have uh get some of the chocolate from mavericks sure. and then we will put it over a stove and then we'll send them half the chocolate covered bacon as payment for the when it's done we'll give them half the combined yes product. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> I think I think also with this, my cooking skill levels up because like, oh yeah, I, mm. I I think I'm pretty creative right now in the kitchen. But like, I think with all of this, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna I say have... my fitness level goes up just like a half point, just because mm-hmm. like since y'all are working out, I'm like, fine, I'll work out too. All right, so can I, I'll tell you this I though: say all of you raise your physical stats by one. Yeah, yes. yes. on both sides yeah, since you're being active and, and our dex know. and our vi- vitality can go up by yes. one. Yes. Oh my god, I'm yeah. at a five for vitality then. All it took was the world to end for Diana to be <laughs> I'm also gonna probably end the day each night eat with yoga just to at least nice. Okay. Because there's oh. a yoga stuff that I saw on the website, so I will okay. join you. Yeah. Evening yoga for bedtime. Evening yoga. So while we're on leveling up stuff, um, <laughs> if you have stress, you can actually convert stress into traumas. So and if Ooh. you want to do that, you can you can start yeah. marking off some stress and, and, you know, depending on how severe the trauma is, like, like, for example, if you took a lot of physical stress, you're like, yeah, I broke my leg, you know, you could convert it into a trauma and erase like a whole line of stress. So I'll let you do that on your own, like what you feel like traumas you could take on if you want to, to, to get rid of your stress. 
with some of your stress. Well, um, I already said I took separation anxiety, so I'm getting rid of my mental okay. stress. Um, if it if it works, what I'm gonna do instead. I don't know how if this if this is like what the game intends or not. And you can tell me if you want me to not do this. But okay. I have I want to take my stress and convert it into lowering because I, I was responsible for really for allowing you to get taken. I want to lower my empathy by one point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to do that, that's and like fine. just just to represent that I'm becoming less trusting of people because of the instance it's here and becoming more self uh survivalist. I think. Yeah. Well, you don't even have to lower your empathy. You can make that a trauma. And anytime let's, you're in that type of situation, it's going to add negative dice to you. All right. Let's do that. Let's, um, okay. I'll, I'll come up with a good name for it. Um, so, me I, first. I think I'm going to keep my stress because Diana okay. is definitely not dealing with any of her emotions. <laughs> it's true. Mine's the physical ones that I'm keeping. So, like, yeah. So I didn't yeah. have any. My stress had already been turned into resilience. So Which, I'm just, I'm resilient, and I now I'm more fit. Since y'all have been, and this isn't in the book, I'm doing what I want. Since y'all have been active, actively like being exercising and stuff, uh, uh-huh. you can get rid of uh, two blocks of physical stress. Like oh, you, nice! You've worked out stuff that you hurt. You know, you've recovered. Um, awesome you know, stuff like that. That means I only have two in stress and physical okay. time. Okay, so I'm yeah, I'm gonna say I have no stress, but I still keep my resilience, right? Yes, yeah, I'll okay. let you keep your resilience, yeah. So, okay, indicate that that you, you know, your resilience, put a little dot out next to it or something to remind yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Sure, cool. Okay, I, I want to raid one more place that'll yeah. for, for just for um Diana and I. Um, <laughs> I feel like going, going into Lens Crafter and stealing all of the uh, wipes for our glasses yes. would be huge for the apocalypse. But, oh, um, yeah, I never wear my glasses. Like, yeah, why? You don't, <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. You, don't even, you have glasses, you're just not wearing them right now. I don't ever wear them, like, unless I'm, like, driving or Well, would you wear stuff. them during, would you have them with you during this con and everything? Like, would that I mean, be... yeah, because I'm going to All right, then you can, ha- you can share in the wipes. You can have yeah. some wipes. It's okay. Yes, we'll, we'll share the wipes. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, all the wipes and those little clip-on things that turn your glasses into sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Because they totally have those. They're dorky, but who cares? Practicality mm-hmm. over fashion <laughs> in the apocalypse. Get, in, a lens, in an abandoned lens crafter, you probably get those polarizing lenses or whatever. Oh, yeah. 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 Ooh, no. They have those trial ones. And I say that we get the, the ones that they use to demonstrate why they're the better ones. And we melt them together to turn them into like snap <laughs> on so that they're super awesome. Mm. All right, so I have one more question to set up the next session. Okay. Um, what do y'all actively do for like a lookout situation? To to like, do you take shifts to to keep an eye? Like, oh no, military's rolling down the street or whatever. I would say yes, and I think this is the like one of the things that we've bartered and coordinated with the Whole Foods gang. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. And we do it on the roof mm-hmm. because all of these buildings are connected. And I think that's also how we've figured out how to get to the other buildings safer. Oh, smart. In a more, in a more safe way. Um, yeah. and, and that's how we patrol. And like, we have like 
our checks that we go and like you're supposed to check this corner you're supposed to check that corner and then this these this is when we check in with each other to report back what we've seen Mm -hmm. what's happening that i think i could be wrong too but i don't think that we need as long since we're a a mall and we have the ability i'd assuming that we're going to keep unless unless we have to go outside the mall is going to be shut and locked as if it were abandoned um probably Mm -hmm. like because it's it's we're in lockdown at this point mm-hmm. um so i don't think we have to necessarily worry about all night looking out because any of the entrances are going to have be barred and gated i think that we do do shifts mainly sure. during the day uh because we can see a lot better i think that at night it doesn't make a ton of sense to have more people out i think even one person even between the two stores would be enough to see any headlights or anything moving around i don't think we need to have both buildings completely like we could even every other week take we could trade off on weeks or every couple of nights on who's going to do the night like daytime you probably need more than one person because it's bright out and you're gonna have to be able to look and see who's walking around and stuff like that sure but i think like we have like okay at eight o'clock you check your end and you uh, we check our end and then like and then again at like 10, we just check. Mm-hmm. And then at noon, we meet up and we just like share information. Mm-hmm. And then we do like, that's what we do. When we do checks, is there like a little like symbol that we do like with a flashlight, like a, like a Morse code sort of style? That was going to be my question for you, Morgan. What is the emergency? Of- <laughs> I was asking the question. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you specifically, whenever you see something, what is the, oh shit, I need to alert everyone that something is coming? Um, I think, I think the best option would be like a flashlight. Like mm-hmm. a really, like we have, like we passed them like a really strong Magnum flashlight. Would, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Would the phone lines still be working? Like the regular phone lines? Hmm. No, because I like this flashlight. Okay. No, no, okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, I think um, because of how it's lined up where we are versus where Whole Foods is, mm-hmm. um, we pretty much have kind of like a clear shot. Mm hmm. So uh, we could just flash it, like do like maybe if if it's all clear, just do two slow clicks. Mm-hmm. And then like if it's uh, if there's something around, do three fast clicks. Okay. I, and can I throw there too that I think if it's during the day, we do like the whole, like do the same thing, but we do with the mirror, reflect the light from the sun. Yeah. At them, and at night we do the flashlight that way, because I don't know how easy it is to even like during a bright day, how easy it's going to be to see a flashlight. I mean, it's just, it's not really like seeing the flashlight itself, it's more like just seeing yeah, like a new the, light do, do, pulse do, 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 do. up. Yeah, the pulse. Yeah. Yeah. But also mirror is pretty good too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's, it's about three o'clock in the afternoon whenever you see the, the quick three flash come from the team at the Whole Foods that someone is coming uh, probably down, probably down this street that rose behind uh, Whole Foods and so you all see that and get, I mean, you get prepared and it's not a minute later. You see about seven military Humvees pull into the parking lot and start, you know, I mean, this is something you've seen before. They they pull in, they kind of go by the stores and looking in. What's different today is they stop and military folks start getting out and start walking up to each of these stores and looking in and It'll only be a matter of time before they reach the REI. We made sure our lights are off. We we have kept the like the first like 
eight feet of the store, like relatively like clean. Mm-hmm. And like, it looks like people have come in and kind of rushed it. Like we've kept it like, it like untouched. I'll throw this out too. Um, usually when you walk into an REI, one of the first things you can actually see from the front door is usually a big Agnes tent that's like open. Yeah. So we've uh-huh. actually probably been living in the display tent uh, <laughs> no, so no, no. that if they were to look inside, it would just look like the setup that Aria would normally have. See, I think we're living like in the back, in like the back room. Oh, okay. So like that we're insulated from anything outside. Mm. And so that there's no evidence within the store that we are actually there. You have That's to go. Smarter. <laughs> you, have, you have to go into the like back room, storeroom, inventory area of the store to see that that's where we've been. And like we've actually like cleaned up the store since we've mm-hmm. been there. Like we've like put stuff back on shelves so we can find it. Like we've like yeah, like we've been inventorying the store since we've been there because that's something. Diana does when she's bored. She organizes things. You should see me when I go to the Lego store. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. organized that build your own character thing when I'm standing there. Oh my gosh. They love me. They know my name there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you all are film pretty good. This looks pretty routine until um, until one of these army folks takes a crowbar and smashes in the front window of the Aria. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit Roll2PlayPodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Roll2PlayPodcast at gmail.com If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash tritachion. play podcast featuring one shots and mini campaigns of all your favorite power by apocalypse games each campaign will be a different pbta game with a rotating cast of diverse players i'm your host diana lorraine i am your game master morgan Nunzio. i am your producer Kristen devine let's, let's power, power up, up.